0: Mark Santiago here and welcome to the Empowered AF Podcast, where each episode we share powerful strategies to help you communicate, act, and lead like an empowered man. Thanks for joining me. Several months ago, I noticed a huge need for our community to gain an understanding of boundaries, especially if your wife doesn't want to be married to you anymore. Now, most guys have no idea what a boundary is. So in this episode, not only am I going to help you understand what a boundary is, I'm going to help you understand the top three boundaries you need to put in place to protect your heart, especially if your wife wants out of the marriage. Now look, this is crucial. Having boundaries is crucial because you if you aren't implementing these boundaries, not only can you continue to re-traumatize yourself, but you could also be pushing her farther away. So check it out. All right, all right, all right. It is Thursday. I skipped yesterday. Uh, I was flying most of the day across country. And so here I am in sunny Florida that's really rainy and drizzly Florida. I love it here. I grew up in Florida. And so I'm back here today, this weekend, to visit friends, visit family, and also a client of mine who happens to live here. So we're gonna hang out tonight. Big shout out, Dan. Can't wait to see you. So while I'm here in the hotel, like I was wanna go, you know, go drive around and and, uh, and look at the sites a little bit, kind of, you know, reminisce. I was gonna go find somewhere to go, kind of work a little bit, and hang out, but it's been raining. And so I've been sitting here thinking about you guys, thinking about some of the conversations I've had over the last few days with both clients and non-clients. And I wanted to talk about this idea of boundaries. As you know, uh, many of you know, in the Empowered Man VIP program, this is extensively covered as part of phase one. And the reason for that is because most men fucking suck at boundaries. We are good at letting her run the show, if you will. And we don't know what to do. And we feel like lost little boys. And we just don't know how to set boundaries. So I'm going to talk specifically today about three boundaries that you must set if you want to be healthy. Okay, this is not to save your marriage. This is for you to be healthy. Now, I will say it again, as I say it all the time, this group The Empowered Man, the VIP program, is not about saving your marriage. It's about saving the man. Why? Because a healthy man has a much better opportunity to potentially restore his relationship. And if he can't restore his relationship, because it does take two to tango, unlike some courses and guys out there shouting stuff like, it only takes one bullshit, okay? It takes two people in this situation to have a healthy marriage and to have a healthy relationship. And so you can only own your side of the equation. Everybody else has their own side. You know, your, your wife has her own side. Your girlfriend has her own side, whatever. She has her side of the equation. But for today, we're going to focus on you. And, and while you're in my group, that's what we're going to focus on. I want to point out to you that this is not a traditional men's group. Number one, we're not here to bash women. We don't, we don't bash our, our wives or ex-wives. We're not here to talk shit about anybody. We are here to be respectful. And we are here mostly to focus on us. Okay. Now, I have no problem with the guy talking about his situation, but I want him to watch his language because your language says everything about what you believe. And what you believe is indicative of what's going to happen to you in the future. Okay, those of you who have a business background, you understand this very, uh, very true. Like in sales, you know, like see Miles on here, Miles is a sales guy, right? When you're, when you're talking to a client or you're talking to a person, your language is indicative of what you believe and what you want them to believe about their situation. And so when we talk about boundaries, when we talk about these things with our wives or ex-wives, we need to be cautious about the language we use. So a lot of times the language that a lot of guys use is very disempowering. It's very, you know, why is this happening? And this is bullshit. And she's treating me like shit. And we just cry like little babies. Um, A lot of you, sometimes I just want to throw a pacifier at you or come, come, come give you some baby wipes. I got plenty at my house for my two year old. So you can just come and wipe your little ass because you're just complaining like little bitches. And so I'm not here to play into that bullshit. I'm here to say, you know what, dude, if, if you want to be an empowered man, you're going to have to make empowered decisions. And part of making empowered decisions is actually setting healthy boundaries. So I'm going to talk about three boundaries that I, that I see a lot right now coming out of the group, but also in client conversations. Um, because I have clients that get halfway through and they're just like exhausted because they didn't realize how much work this was going to be to become an empowered man. Sometimes guys come in thinking, oh, well, I'm working with Mark. So, you know, I'm doing my part. So hopefully she'll do her part. And then we'll have this happy family. When in reality, unfortunately, divorce happens. And unfortunately, sometimes the other person doesn't want to come back to the marriage. And so we have to be absolutely fucking firm in who we are and what our boundaries are. Otherwise, she gets to walk all the fuck over us. Now, some of you aren't used to this kind of peppered language. I use it as a pattern interrupt and also to help you understand that this shit is real and it hurts and it's hard. But this is a guy who walked through it for 17 years, who's been through both sides of this from cheating, not cheating, leaving, coming back, restoring, ending up in divorce, all these. I've been through all of this shit. So everything I'm spouting to you is not just hyperbole. It's not therapy talk. It's it's not sunshine and rainbows. It's the reality of the situation because I want men to really understand that as much as I am a hopeful person, as much as I want you to have a turned around marriage, I also understand the other side of the equation. I also understand that there are things that just we can't always change and fix. But what we can do, one, one of my favorite athletes of all time, and some of you probably big fun of me for this, was Tim Tebow. And one of the things he always said, he's like, he's like, Hey, I can't control what those guys say about me, but I know what I can control. And that's me. And I always love that statement. It's so true in these situations, right? We can't control what our wives are doing. We can't control whether they come back to the marriage. We can't control any of those things. The only thing we can do is set boundaries that demand respect, communicate like a leader. Those are the things we can do. All right. So number one, the first boundary, this is huge for a lot of you guys. Number one, is that you are not responsible for her happiness. That is a boundary. You are not responsible for her happiness. And guess what the flip of that is? She's not responsible for your happiness. Oh, shit. Some of you just are crying like babies right now. And you're like, I don't understand. This is why, because you are looking to her for your happiness, because you bought into the fairy tale, the Hollywood dream of marriage, and you didn't realize this shit is fucking hard. That, that you, you have two imperfect people with all this baggage coming into a relationship, having probably dysfunction and, and probably saw divorce themselves and said, well, we're going we're gonna to make it work. We're going to make it work. And they never actually develop relational assets like articulation. Right and boundaries and all of these things that we talk about in the Empowered Man VIP program, and so we we think that well if I just if I just get married and I just love this person we'll work through all of it and that's bullshit that is not true that is not how it works. Here's how it works: you set a boundary that says that I am not responsible for her happiness. And when your wife or whatever comes to you and is like expecting you to make her happy, happy wife, happy life, bullshit. Okay? That's not your responsibility. Your responsibility is to serve and love and honor her. Totally get that. But not at the cost of your soul. Men, you are giving away your power by trying to make her happy. I can't stress enough. I, I talk to guys every day, sometimes five to seven times a day, different men from different scenarios and different situations. And my heart breaks for you. Because I'm listening to these sob stories, guys losing their wives to other men, to other women, to I don't love you anymore, all this shit. And they're just like bent over backwards. I got a a coaching client that has been boxering me today and yesterday, just absolutely broken about this idea that he can't seem to make her happy. I'm like, bro, it's a boundary. You are trying to make her happy when you cannot fix what is broken inside of her. I'm going to say that again. You cannot fix what is broken inside of her. She has to make the choice. She has to make the decision to not want that life anymore and to get her own healing, to go through her own counseling therapy, whatever the fuck she's got to do to realize that, hey, he's not responsible for my happiness that I am. And the same goes for you. Part of the reason your wife's you know, why, why you created this atmosphere for her wanting to leave is because you created this thing around the idea that she's supposed to make me happy, that it, that my life is better when she makes me happy. And that is not true. That's not healthy. That is not a healthy boundary. Okay. A healthy boundary says my wife is not responsible for my happiness. I am. Okay. That's boundary. Number one, boundary. Number two, she can't have her cake and eat it too. This is a tough one this is a tough one guys so here's what happens a lot of times is i'll be talking to a client or even just a guy that's interested in our program and he'll tell me about how she's pretty much said well she's already said she's moved out or she doesn't want any part of the relationship and they're still having sex and i'm like why? why are you still having sex with her he's like well i'm hoping that you know if i do this then 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 she'll come back to the marriage Or if I, you know, keep telling her I love her or text her or send her flowers or all those things that she'll, that she'll come back to the marriage. And so what happens is we get a little false hope going on. So she'll move out. She'll be living with someone else and she'll, or or, or whatever. And she'll come back around for kids time and all this stuff. And, and, and and things will be good and things will be nice. And this is what I was talking about the other day with the pressure release valve, right? It's like the pressure release valve has been, has been pushed. So there isn't that pressure and so you feel like, oh, we're good again. We're good. This is great. We kissed. We said, I loved you. We hugged, right? And you're looking for those, those false positives. You're, you've got confirmation bias that's happening. And so you fall into that. And then, and then she pulls away. The one client where they, you know, uh, were, you know, they've been at odds. They've been at odds. It's been bad, whatever, no intimacy. And all of a sudden, one night they get a little tipsy and they have sex. She wakes up the next morning and says the very faded words of, you know, this doesn't change anything. You know what that is guys? That's an unhealthy boundary. Okay. You cannot let her have her cake and eat it too. It's unfucking healthy You can't sit there and give her emotional connection, emotional support, and and physical support, physical connection when she's not willing to give you her heart. It's not right. And so what happens is you get exhausted because you're giving her all of this. You're giving away all these things and at the same time, she's literally just saying, hey, that's great. Thanks for fucking me. Oh, hey, thanks. That's great. Thanks for giving me flowers. Thanks for being so nice about this. Thanks for doing all these things for the kids. But I'm not willing to be your wife. I'd rather be with someone else. Or I'd rather do X, Y, Z because you're following this unhealthy boundary. Empowered men make empowered decisions and these decisions are hard. Now, look, I can't blanket wisdom this thing. I can't sit here and tell you exactly what you should do in your situation. That's never my goal because I don't know your situation. But here's what I do know is if a woman has pulled out of the marriage, then you need to ask yourself, what is healthy now? If she is no longer your wife, what is healthy now? Do we continue to have transactional sex or do we actually create a boundary that makes us uncomfortable and makes her make hard decisions about what she wants to do and where she wants to be? Because when we let go of that, We're letting go of making her happy. And we're setting a boundary that says, you know what? I'm my own man. I've been married to this woman for X amount of years and it hurts right now and it sucks right now, but I'm going to be strong for myself. I'm going to be strong for my kids. And I'm going to make this decision that this is what needs to be done. And you can plainly give it to her that way and say, these are my boundaries. You know, you decided you don't want to be in this marriage. You've decided you don't want to be part of this family. So therefore, these are the boundaries. You cannot have your cake and eat it too. It's literally that simple. Because the more of that you do, guess what? You've lost your power. You've lost your kingdom. That's why you guys come to me and you're like, oh my God, man. Like, I just have nothing left. And she's taken all this and she's done all this shit. All these things that are happening. Because you've literally just let, you've just given her your kingdom. Because you have no boundaries. The reason why your kingdom is gone is because you have no boundaries. A kingdom doesn't get destroyed because you were attacked in the middle of the night. Your kingdom was literally torn down brick by brick, wall by wall, that you yourself gave her. You gave her the bricks, and she took it. And she said, okay, fine. Until one day she realized there's now a wall between the two of you. She's no longer on the inside of the marriage. She's outside of the marriage, and there's this wall here. That she created with the bricks you gave her. How the fuck did that happen? Think about that situation. You gave her the bricks. She built a wall because you had no boundaries. You weren't a leader and you didn't healthy. You didn't communicate healthily. And suddenly she finds herself on the other side of the wall and saying, I don't love you anymore. I found myself with somebody else. Fucking sucks. But guys, this is the environment we create when we don't have healthy boundaries. She can't have her cake and eat it too. So don't let her. Finally, the third boundary that I want to talk about today is an important one. And you hear me talk about this in the Empowered Man Mantra, and that is time, space, consistency. We give her time, we give her space, and we do it consistently. Now, the reverse of that is for ourselves and for our own hearts. So a boundary that you need to set for yourself is to give yourself time, to give yourself space, and to do it consistently. Why is that important? Because when you've been in trauma you need space you need time what has happened is there's there's trauma bonding that happens when two toxic people are together and some of you that's not happening some of you it's just literally she's decided she wants to pull out of the marriage she's cheating on you whatever right and so maybe you don't have a trauma bond but you feel the trauma of your wife walking out you feel the trauma in your body that's why you feel it in your gut that's why you feel it in the back in your back i used to feel it in the middle of my back okay? That's trauma that your body is experiencing. Not to get all metaphysical on you, but it's true. Your body's feeling that. And so, what happens is is you become very reactionary. You're You're in the stage of fight or flight constantly. That's why some of you snap at your kids or snapping and everything else. And at work, you're of no use, right? Because you're constantly in a state of fight or flight. And so, when this trauma has happened, you need to give yourself time space and do it consistently. So an example of that is instead of just, you know, the whole waffling of, she's you know, we call it vacillation, where one minute she's in the marriage, the next minute she's out, you're feeling that trauma. I was talking to a guy yesterday. He's on this right now. And he was talking about the idea that he's been going through this for the last six, eight, nine months. And his body, he's just getting exhausted from that because one minute she's in, one minute she's out, one minute she's in, one minute she's out. And that's not healthy. And so we have to put a boundary in that says, hey, look, I need time. I need space. I don't care if she was the one that walked away or not. You still cannot be just putting it in her shoes. You can't just put it in her boat and go, well, I hope she comes back. I'm going to do everything I can and hope she comes back. No, there has to be a right, There has to be an earning for both of you. Just like you have to become better as a man and have to make better decisions and better boundaries and all of these things. Just like you have to do that, she also has to have boundaries for coming back to the marriage. There has to be boundaries in place that say, hey, guess what, if you're, if you're in, you're in. You don't get to do this like, oh, I'm leaving, I'm going to stay at my mom's house, and then I'm coming back. Everything's good, kids, everything's great, and then she leaves again, or she goes and stays at a hotel, or she goes back to her lover, or whatever the fuck she's doing, all these things. No, they need to be consistent. And so you and I have to make boundaries together. Guys, most of you are beating yourselves up and I, I'm tired of it. You've got to stop beating yourself up. Please stop abusing yourself. When you, when you use language, like I was a bad husband, I did all this, whatever, like yes, own your stuff. I get that. Own your mistakes. Yes. But I'm not here to beat you up and tell you you're an asshole. What I am here to do is tell you that you got to own up and you got to fix those things. You have bad boundaries, all that. I'm not shaming you and that. I'm just pointing out these are the things, but you're not bad guys. Let me tell you, if you're in this group, more than likely, you're not a bad guy or you don't last. I will kick your ass out of here. Okay? I do that. When guys start making, like, narcissistic comments and shit, you're gone. You're not going to last in this group because we don't operate that way. But if you're in this group, it's because you want to change. You want to transform. You want to become an empowered man. That's that's what, that's what these women need. They need leaders. They don't need pushovers. They don't need pussies. They don't need guys that are sitting here making excuses and being like, Oh, I'm such a bad husband, blah, 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 blah. No, fuck that. Have you made bad decisions? Yes. But guess what? You weren't taught. You weren't taught any better. You didn't know. I didn't know. Shit, my dad was a narcissist. I grew up with a borderline stepmom married a borderline woman. Because this is all we know. And it takes a waking up. It takes a mentor. It takes coaches to help us to see that this isn't the reality that we need to live in. That we can be better than that. That we can live in something greater than that. So guys, that's, those are the boundaries that need to be set. Those, three of the boundaries. There's more boundaries than that, but those are the three main ones. Some guys asked me to talk about boundaries and setting them, and those are some main ones that I see all the time when I talk to guys on the phone. Let me clear up some things. We have a coaching program. It's a VIP program. It's one-on-one. It's not a, a big group thing. You don't just get lumped into something and nobody talks to you. It's very private, very intimate, and very confidential. It is expensive. It's not cheap. And it's not because we just want to make a bunch of money, but it's because it takes it takes time and it takes effort. and it takes investment. And the guys that put in the work and the investment become transformed men. And if you decide, you come to this place where you're like, man, you know what? I'm seeing this guy's videos. I'm listening to what he says. I think it's time to get on a call with him and talk about what's going on, not just in my marriage, but in my life and who I want to become. I want to invite you to make that with us. We'll get on a call with you. We'll help you understand what's happening. We'll give you some clarity and we'll tell you whether or not we think we can help you. We don't help every guy and we can't help every guy. It's impossible. We literally cancel 80% of our applications because it's impossible to help every man. There are so many guys that are hurting. I wish I could help every single one of them. So I do this free content. I'm gonna do probably some courses soon, you know, just to, to basically give you the, the basics of what you need right now, especially if you're in phase one of the Empowered Man process. Okay, phase two, guys. When you get to that place where you realize it's time to work on me, you realize that it's a possibility their marriage is over. It's a good possibility that you may not be able to to save this. You want you know that you have you might have to move on and co-parent peacefully. You want your power back. You realize you got to change. You realize you've got to do things, and and you're not attached to the outcome of saving your marriage, but you're attached to the outcome of becoming an empowered man. If that's you, I want to invite you on a call with us. And we can talk about what can possibly happen when you, when you make that decision to become an empowered man. And the transformation that occurs, because this isn't about information. Because information is great for scratching an itch. We, we want to help you transform to become a better man. I didn't transform overnight. I definitely didn't do it by reading books. It became, it, it was practical application. In our VIP program, that's exactly what we do. It's practical, practical application. Make sure you start implementing these boundaries and stay tuned for the next episode of Empowered AF. Hey, if what you heard today really resonated with you and you wanna connect with me, then here's what I want you to do. Pull out your phone right now and go to empoweredman.co slash group. That's empoweredmancocomco .co slash group. So you can join our free Facebook group and connect with me there. We also have a ton of free content and trainings in that group to help you when you join. So until then, this is Mark signing off on Empowered AF.